the pitch. Swing and a base hit to left center field. And Camellia's going to score. This game is over. On an RBI hit by Mickey Poe. Thanks for taking the time to download and listen to the Philadelphia Baseball Review Podcast. I'm Patrick Gordon, founder and executive editor of the Philadelphia Baseball Review. Our mission is to cover baseball at all levels throughout the Philly region, with a particular focus on promoting the amateur, high school, and college ranks. Our aim is to tell the untold baseball stories across the Quaker City. So please be sure to follow me on Twitter if you're not already at PGordonPBR. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and wherever else you may be listening. Also, leave us a review. And be sure to visit PhiladelphiaBaseballReview.com where you can sign up for our daily newsletter. Now, let's get into today's show. All right, tonight I'm joined by Mike Olshin, founder of New Jersey College Baseball Nation. Uh, he's involved as a owner, manager of the Trenton Generals, the South Jersey Kings. We're going to talk a lot of local baseball here tonight. Mike, thank you for coming on. Patrick, my pleasure. I, I am certainly happy to, to be here with you, and it's a uh, Kind of fun to be on the other side of it too, so I'm I'm very excited. Let's uh, let's rock and roll. Yeah, and you have been putting out some awesome content with the uh, college players over in Jersey. Tell us a little bit more about NJ College Baseball Nation, how you went about creating that, and basically what your vision is for it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, out of the dark recesses of my mind, right? Um, yeah. This is something that's that's you know kind of been brewing for a long time, I suppose. Um, you know, I was a journalist out of college um, back in the day when when journalism meant writing and that was it. <laughs> um, and so but it had been 15 years since I, I, I had done that regularly. I covered the Phillies up until uh, 2006 and, you know, got married and tried to give the real world a go and uh, those sort of jobs and was correct in the fact that newspapers seem to be dying out. But very um, true. Very true. Yeah. But, but, you know, it, it's, uh, wanted to, to get, you know, baseball been such a big part of my life and, and putting teams together and, and trying to make connections for kids and, and really using the game to allow them, you know, I think I, I've always thought of it as a way for, for me to be the best version of myself. And, and I think that, you know, this sort of came, you know, with all the craziness in the world, um, just a, a way to get a positive platform out there to, you know, New Jersey college baseball. I mean, on, on my way up in the writer's world, I, I always love covering college baseball. Um, you know, it, it connects with uh, some synergy with with sort of what we're doing now with the Atlantic Collegiate Baseball League teams. Um, so, so there was no question to me that New Jersey and college baseball was going to be the market for it, for me anyway. Um, and... You know, also the fact that you're talking about more than four, it's such a diverse baseball state. I mean, people knock college baseball in the Northeast. Sure. Um, but, you know, that's because they're not Vanderbilt or they're not, you know, Virginia. They're not West Coast baseball. It's not the SEC, but you've got 40. Well, the numbers varied with COVID, but up to 45 different schools. Right in the state that that play baseball, and you've got good baseball at like every level. You know whether it's Rutgers now growing again in the in the Big Ten with uh, with Coach Owens. Um, you know D three, you got Rowan in the World Series last year. 
you've got the D3 JUCOs, you've got, uh, you know, the, the Rowan JUCO schools, you know, it seems like it's always Gloucester versus Cumberland for like the D3 national <laughs> title. Yeah. Um, you know, Mercer's been great at the D2 level. Morris up in, uh, you know, Morristown, obviously up in North Jersey at the D2 JUCO level. So, you know, it's, it's such a diverse population. You've got the 400 or so high schools that all seem to be breathing on top of each other. And I know we're not supposed to be covering high schools, but they end up playing college too. Sure. You know, so yeah. you, get them, you get them when they're early, right? Uh-huh. And so it all kind of cycles together and it just was like a, a dissatisfaction. I, I had a good job. I, I was an executive. I was in, uh, I was a uh, you know in in recruiting a search consultant for companies, um, great boss, um, you know all things good except for the fact that I was miserable. You know it just wasn't me. It wasn't what I felt like I was best at. You know when you're you could have the best job in the world, and if you're not feeling like you're really doing what you should be doing, you know there's always going to be that disconnect. And, and, and COVID brought in some changes and, and, you know, working from home and things like that. And I really just want to give one last shot and one best shot to, to doing something like this. Sure. You know, I, I didn't know what format it was going to take. I mean, I, I didn't know, uh, you know, uh, Instagram from a candy gram, you know, I, I, I don't, I, but you learn that sort of stuff. You learn what works. You learn what connects with people. It's 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 just making connections and telling stories. And you know, it's yep. funny. I, I thought I was going to do this and get to write more. You know, sure. it's like, oh, cool. I'll go back to writing. And I haven't written a story since the beginning of September. <laughs> you know, I was like, I was I was writing a lot when our summer teams played, but that ended, and it was like, well, okay, I wrote a lot. I've got to get, I got no yeah. network built. I need to get these people connecting on YouTube or Instagram or whatever, sure. or, or there won't be a future. So it's like, you got to think about what, you know, what connects with people. And, 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 but, you know, when you boil down to it, you know, do that, allow people to be the best, you know, use baseball to be the best version of themselves. Cause I don't know what I'd be without it. I'd be lost. Sure. Um, and, and that's where kind of the vision came from. And that's what New Jersey college baseball nation is becoming, you know, this month we, we just did a, you know, a story, one of, uh, one of the top high school pitchers in North Jersey uh, was, was willing to open up with some of his, um, demons dealing with, uh, anxiety, depression, mental health. And it was, you know, when, when Ryan Jefferson, the kid out at, in, in Illinois, um, died, uh, you know, suicide last yeah. month. It, it really hit hard. And, and I posted some things and some people connected with me, some, some players. And it was, it was really cool to see that, like, you know, what impact you can have. Um, yeah. Um, another story that we're just, uh, uh, you know, that, that just came out, Connor Stain, uh, uh, North Jersey, you know, player who actually played for me in summer 2020 when we were doing the COVID sandlot. Um, Great pitcher down at UCF, hitting 98. You know, certainly draft possibilities are, are endless. He was uh, diagnosed with Tourette's at age nine. And, and we, uh, you know, we opened up a little bit about that in, in, in our podcast. So we're really just, you know, I, I, we're starting, we're past that beginning stage of, oh, my gosh, I don't know how to work Zoom. Right, and, sure. You know, it's like, well, yeah, you go yeah. back and look at what you did six months ago. and Oh, my gosh, it's awful. But you know we're past that stage. We're we're using the editing software. We're uh, 
you know, we're, we're, we're trying to now focus on things that can also, you know, tell, you know, really tell stories and that's fun no matter what form it's in. Yeah. And I firmly believe that you all are putting out some fantastic content. And one of the things that many people don't know is how close knit the college baseball community is. I mean, just having some uh, speaking with some uh, players recently, uh, talking with coaches, everybody knows everybody, and yeah. and it's great for outlets such as yours or the Philadelphia Baseball Review to really be putting a light on that community because I think the 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 brighter we shine a light on it, the more that community can grow. Uh, you know, far too often college baseball it seems just takes a back seat, and you know I, I get it in in the newspaper industry. Again, I used to work at the Daily News, so I understand you're limited to space. There's only right. so much room you have. And from a baseball perspective, you think, well, on the surface level, nobody cares about anything aside from the Phillies. And even that's debatable depending on how yeah. the season's going. <laughs> right. But but that's not to say that, you know, there isn't some fantastic stories as you're outlining with what you're doing with NJ College Baseball Nation right now that should be told and shared with the public. And in turn, when they hear those stories, it resonates with them. And then they want to follow you and get more of that similar content. Yeah, I think the organic growth through doing things like that is kind of the, you know, I probably could have picked an easier market <laughs> if I was smart. No, you know, you, you look at like views and things like that. And I, I just look at some of the things that my daughter watches and see that it's got 6.4 million views and <laughs> it's just a stupid video. So, but but no, you're right. I, I, I think that, you know, there's organic growth there. Um, it is a tight community. It's a close community on both sides. You're right. It's, it's, you know, the, the, uh, I've, I've found the lines blurred in at the high school level, especially that's one of the, uh, positive, you know, you always hear the negatives about travel baseball. Sure. Um, but one of the positives is that, bringing together, you know, you can look at it as two ways, right? The negative is it's kind of blurring the, the, the lines of community sometimes in the high school and the traditional path of players coming up and playing with their friends. Right. Or you can look at it as, you know, that's an exciting thing that, that, you know, it mixes these groups that, and guys who wouldn't normally be close and, and, and make those connections. Um, you know, it's been rewarding for me. Right. Um, to make connections I wouldn't have otherwise all throughout the game through through years of, of playing, of coaching, of general managing, of owning and, and doing this. Um, so, you know, I think it's important to look at these things as positives. Like I said, there's there's too many, too many outlets where where you're going to, you know, where everybody's everybody's quick to be a, a problem identifier, you know. Sure. Um but it's all, you know, we want to, want to solve problems. We want to have an impact. We want to give shout outs to guys like, uh, you know, coach, uh, Chris Stapps Alden's up in, uh, coach taps up at Stevens up in Hoboken was one of the first people, you know, down here, you're going to say, oh, it's just a tiny D three school, but, but he was one of the guys who was very instrumental and very positive and persuade, not persuasive, but positive when this was like a, uh, thing in the back of my mind that like, well, okay, this is an idea. How's the idea going to become reality? Sure. And like I said, a lot of the, a lot of the stuff that, that I'm doing now that's had success wasn't a thought of mine in April. And a lot of things that I thought were going to happen in April 
never really got off the table, <laughs> you know? So it's, it's, yeah, it's cool. It's a cool community. It's a great community. It's like I said, there's so much competition, but also, you know, cohesiveness in, in, in that they are in it together. Right. Um, and, and I'm so excited for the season coming up to see how that plays out. Cause I've never done anything like this through that before. Fall ball was, was cool and fun, but it was like, all right, going to go to, you know, go to try to, and I didn't get everywhere and I, I kind of wish I could, but I don't have a staff yet. I, I am the sure. Staff. Um, you know, you didn't get, couldn't get to everywhere, but you know, it was like, all right, let's do a quick on the road. Let's do some short features. Well, now it's like, let's, let's get some games in and see what happens, you know? Um, and, and there's going to be, a, it's going to be a fun year. So I, I can't wait. Yeah. It's, it's fun being out on the beat and getting out to, to see the teams and the games. And, um, you know, going back to the one thing you mentioned, though, about the community, that was one of the the biggest things that came to light to me. Uh, you know, I've covered college baseball here in Philly now for, I dabbled with it for about, you know, a few years after my time with the Daily News, but for the last six or seven heavily with the Philadelphia Baseball Review covering it, you know, losing LaSalle last year and mm. seeing how, you know, so many players and coaches and even other programs kind of, you know, came together and was like, hey, what what can we do? Uh, you know, for example, Penn, right? Penn and LaSalle, you know, last year Penn was in the spot where Ivy League said, no, you can't play games. Penn didn't really want Penn to play games. Right. Um, but they were able to get some exhibitions for, for, for their program to face LaSalle and that idea played LaSalle like 12 times they did and part of that was because LaSalle was trying to get as many games under their belt as possible to make themselves look you know better you know come tournament time but also just to give the kids as much of a hurrah as possible going out yeah Um, and and get on you know if if they if they were willing to stay with the program at that point you owe it to them to get as much as you, you have as good a year as possible, get as much yeah. on video as possible. Um, Cause they're going to have to transfer at some point if they're going to want to keep playing at that. Sure. Point. Um, and you know, it, it, such a screwy year, you know, you, you feel for the pen Princeton, you know, yeah. we've had guys on, on our summer teams that have gone to, you know, four or five of the Ivy league schools. It's just, and they don't, what people don't fully realize is, they don't get to make that up. No, you know, the, the Ivy league does not let you stay and do a graduate year. So when you're done, your four, if you aren't good enough, if you're not Josh hood, right. And you can't transfer somewhere. You're done. You don't get that year back. So, I mean, it's like, that sucks. You know, I, yeah. I, don't, I don't, you know, it's a good thing. They're good schools. I know. That healthy, thing. What are you going there for? Otherwise? Yeah, they have a few things going for them in the Ivies, but uh, but no, yeah, that was yeah, one exactly. Of the, <laughs> that was, you're you're going to yeah. get millions one way or the other if you go to an Ivy League school. You're getting it as a, you know, through <laughs> your degree, or you're getting it in the in the pros. It's it's it, but you know, you'll be the like, agent. You may not be the player, but you could be the agent. That's right. Let's, let's that's say right. that. Yeah, that's right. But, but they, I, I just kind of wish at times because they've got if they would just join the 21st century, their their <laughs> athletic leadership. You know, they got so much to offer. They could just be like, you know, like they, on football, they can't even play in the in the playoffs. The, right. You know, Princeton was like number 10 in the country. They couldn't make the play in the playoffs. It's not it's not 
it's just so antiquated what they what their their athletic right. leadership thinks and and there's so many good athletes that are at these schools you know well Penn, Penn I baseball mean, my gosh that that was a legit roster that didn't get it, to play it was and look at where those those uh students transferred to Notre Dame Duke yeah. uh Rice uh North Carolina I mean it the list goes on Josh I Wood's mean getting drafted high next year right right exactly I mean that team was was set and it's almost as if you know from a program standpoint you know you're starting over uh you know yeah. at the season now luckily and they're starting over with some darn good younger they, guys too exactly but um, but but it's not going to be the same continuation put it that way where hey this right. thing could potentially oh, yeah. get you don't even know what like no. like we had we had a kid on so we're talking generals here we had uh just a dominating you know one of the probably the most dominating pitcher in the league stuff wise um you know had graduated in 2020 got into columbia um didn't go you know because like what are you gonna go and you're gonna waste seventy thousand to take classes for you so it took a gap year right um but you know he's a, so it helped him he, he were he was great but it's like you know he like you talk to coaches and stuff about guys and, and they haven't seen their own guys in two years, you know, it's like yeah. a lot can happen in two years. Absolutely. And, and not only that, now these rosters are massive. Yeah. It's not quite as bad as it was last year, but it's still bad. I mean, there's still, yeah. it's still going to be a couple of years still it evens out and at every level. I mean, junior college is, is, is dealing yeah. with, it's got fourth year sophomores, you know, it's like you, <laughs> It, it stinks for them because you're selling guys to come in like, hey, you can come in and, and you know, you come and play or two years here. You'll get to play. You'll grow. You'll make an impact. You got fourth-year guys at, at a junior college. Well, you're not going to play. Right. You know, and, and so it's been tough for them. It's like, yeah, you can stay for four years, but we want to get you out of here. You know, we got the next group coming in. You got, you got JUCOs with like 50 guys on their rosters. You know, it's like <laughs> – so it's it's a mess, um, you know. It it let's hope it gets better there and some sensibility to it because I, there, it's it's not something that can, you know, continue in 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 any real form. But no, you know, it'd be interesting to see what Penn does this year. I I still think they, you know, I, I love their roster. They got a lot of players still. You know, they're they're going to be good for for the next few years. St. Joe's is. Going to be interesting in the Atlantic Ten. Yeah, Villanova. Let's you know they were they've been on an upward surge, and and it's not the big five plus. It's not the big six in Philly D one baseball. It's the no. The, it's the small three. It's it's like the survive the surviving three. I know. know it's 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 the shame. It really is. I mean, and uh, you know the whole with Temple and LaSalle. Um, you know it's it's going to be felt, and I think. You know, it will be challenging. You know, it was always, you know, these programs, you know, you could get a bunch of games in very easily because of how close you are to each other. It'll be you know, great you, now. It'll be great now when you shouldn't be right. traveling as, right. you know, I mean, of course, teams are still going to travel. But, you know, you've got your southern trips, but you don't have to take a long trip anywhere after no. that. You know, you got between then you throw in Delaware, you throw in, uh, yeah. you know, your Jersey schools. It's it's so easy to build a 
cheap, competitive regional schedule at, at that level. Well, that's where, though, you get into RPI and, and how that's calculated. And, and, you know, I think you'll still have programs that will want to go out to, say, Arizona State or to Texas, whatever. And that, you know, but that yeah, makes you do that sense. Your, you do that in your, your, your non-league right. you know, seasons. But, but realistically – you can yeah. gain, try to game the RPI as much as you want. It, you're not going to be able to game it enough that you're still going to have to win your conference to, to you know. Now, one thing I haven't followed too, too closely, but, um, you know, the college conference shakeups that are happening or will be happening and how that may impact college baseball. I don't think it will impact us necessarily no. here in the Northeast. I mean, Temple doesn't have a program. So, no. you know, I know, Temple football, they're talking about shifting conferences. That won't matter. Um, but it'll be interesting to see how that moves forward and what that does to the landscape uh, across the country. With yeah, the, the closest thing to an effect it has on us or me or what I'm doing is is probably UConn coming back to the Big East. Sure, yeah. Um, because I think tangentially that, that builds up St. John's, and I'll pretend when I have to that St. John's is in New Jersey, but it is not even that. It's, so they recruit so well in New Jersey that a lot yeah. of guys are there. Um, you know, it, it, it helps Seton Hall. Um, it just brings that natural additional competitive rival that's close, you know, otherwise, otherwise you're talking about like Creighton and Xavier being your, 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 your big rivals in the big East. And it's like, okay, they're good, but UConn's got a little extra juice because that's a, you know, those are nat- that's a natural, real Big East team. You know, that's, sure. that's uh, the traditional what we remember the Big East as when we were younger. Yeah, yeah. Temple just getting absolutely destroyed on a football field. That's what I remember. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So those yeah. those games at the vet, and I'm older than you. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> those games at the vet, I'll never forget. Um, this was going back a couple of years, but I remember Temple lost back to back games, sixty five nothing or sixty four nothing. And I was at a wedding, and it was the following week. So we lost 64 nothing. The following week, I asked somebody at the wedding, what's the score to Temple game? And he said 64 nothing. I said, no, that was last that week. Was last- I said, no, that's today is too. I couldn't believe it. But, yeah, that I believe that actually legitimately happened, two back-to-back 64 nothing. Oh, gosh. Um, tell us more about, Mike, the Trenton Generals and your involvement there and, and you know the ACBL. And for those that don't know, what is that and – how did you get involved with it? Okay. So we'll start with the ACBL. Um, that is the third oldest summer college league in the country. So you know the Cape Cod League, right? That's number one by a large margin. You may know, our listeners may know the Valley League down in Virginia, right? That's number two. Um, the ACBL's got a lot of history to it as far as a college league it's part of the NACSB, which is uh, the National Association of Collegiate Summer Baseball. Um, so it's probably the, the 12 most traditional or a lot of tradition in the in the summer college circuit. Um, I'm not going to lie. We're, we're probably 11th or 12th. If you look at the, uh, you know, the 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 food chain, so to speak. Sure. But, right. but, but frankly, even affiliated balls got a single A, you know, mm-hmm. um, and I think guys who are running non-affiliated teams, you ask them if they want to be back in affiliated baseball right now, they would say a hundred percent. Yes. Right. So it's, I'm, I'm proud of being part of the NACSB. I think it means something. I think it's, you know, I think the biggest difference between us and the Cape Cod league, obviously talent, but 
Um, the, the biggest logistical reason is we're primarily a commuter league. And by primarily, I mean like 98%. I haven't had a host family in my couple years, nor do I feel the need to do that. So we're talking about guys driving the games and back. So you're not going to get guys from outside of the region. I, I mean, an hour and a half, maybe pushing it two hours. I've had those before, but it's not like somebody who's going to Vanderbilt playing outside the region or, or, you know, there are definitely more, there are definitely leagues that have the, the brighter spotlight, but this is, you know, a major league baseball affiliated summer college league. Um, been around since 1967. Um, you know, 16 teams this year, we added a whole new division of, of Long Island teams, which kind of is a traditional field to the ACBL. Um, a lot of St. John's guys were, uh, you know, uh, Jack Kaiser, the guy who the stadium's named after, the, sure. the biggest name in St. John's history, was one of our founding fathers. And, and so it's cool to get, you know, Long Island back into the ACBL this year. Um, but you're talking about Eastern PA, you're talking about New Jersey, and you're talking about um, New York, you know, parts of New York. Um, Trenton has had a franchise for about 10 years or so, came in. You'll know the name Dave Gallagher, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, Dave was the original GM, brought the ACBL to Trenton, was a great, well-run team for the first five, six years, won titles, won the league championship, um, kind of fell apart after that, after Dave's, you know, moved on to, to doing some other things, um, just, uh, logistically wasn't really run all that well. Um, probably on the verge of, of not being invited back. So, right. so what better way to get into something? I didn't now, know it was that bad until, uh, but, but Mercer County, you know, Trenton baseball, the, the, the area has been so good to me. Um, it seemed like a new challenge. Um, I had been uh, general manager and running the the Hopewell uh, American Legion team for the past four or five previous four or five years. Sure, um, we kind of took over a similar not so good team there. Actually, went from like bottom of Mercer County to the American Legion World Series in three years, which was really fun. Wow, yeah. Um, but <laughs> what are we going to do? Go back again? Not going to happen. <laughs> Hopewell. Um, so it was time for another challenge. It was time to, uh, you know, it was really cool. I'd never been involved in the evaluation and, and general managing of things at the college level. Um, so we, we started putting a team together, you know, took over that team for the 2019 season. Um, Kevin Schneider was on board from the beginning. You know, Kevin is the, uh, former Immaculata head coach. Yeah. Um, so that gave us a little bit of uh, credibility right away as far as recruiting and bringing in guys and, um, you know, then we, we played in summer 2020 when nobody did. Um, we just kind of did our, we, we ran our own pickup games for five weeks. So it was never, never easier. It never, you know, it was the easiest recruiting ever because like yeah. literally everybody was home. Nobody had a place to play and they all wanted to play. So we went from like, Oh, maybe we'll get 30 or 40 guys to like a hundred in a week. And, and wow. so, yeah, it was crazy. And, and it was like, you know, top of the line D one guys to, uh, to junior college. Um, but the generals are, you know, one of the uh, ACBL franchises were the 2021 league champs, which was really awesome. Um, was fun to bring a title back to Trenton. Um, we had a lot of South Jersey guys from there and have the ability to, to, to form a second team, um, you know, an expansion team this year. 
um, with a lot of those guys because we're, we're starting a team in South Jersey. South Jersey hasn't had an ACBL team for like five or six years. Um, and as you know, it's such a great baseball area. It's like the yeah. best area for baseball like in the East Coast, I think. Like it, yeah. it's just great coaches, great players, you know, and especially after last year, you know, Chase Petty, Anthony Solomito, um, you know, so many great facilities. So, so we're starting a team down there this year. Um, very, it's not the typical expansion team. Most, most expansion teams don't get to, uh, to start with the, the returning league MVP <laughs> and the, uh, you know, guy who was a D three all American at Rowan is kind of your two starting points and, you know, aren't, don't have like uh, BPC down in their area. So we're, we're, we're doing pretty good as far as talent's concerned. Um, <laughs> But but that's what the ACBL is. It's summer college summer baseball. You're driving, you know, to to other summer teams in the state. Um, it's it's the best that we can get. That are you know guys who want to stay home, right? Um, in the summer, you know, or have internships or something like that. So it's you know probably 70 percent of our roster are D one or high level JUCO. You know, across the board for both teams. Probably a little higher than most, but that's kind of the way we chose to go about it. Now, Mike, what goes into running one of these teams, right? So how do you, you know, this process of, um, you know, ownership, right? And, you know, to, to the a listener that, that may not know or understand, you know, what does it look like from an administrative standpoint, your day-to-day involvement with a team like this? Um, everything, really. I mean, we don't have – we don't have stadiums and tickets and that side of things that like a, a, a Cape Cod team or, you know, the Savannah bananas. Um, you know, Jesse Cole was one of our guests on the podcast. He was gracious enough to come on. And if you don't know the name, Jesse Cole, you probably know the crazy guy down in South Carolina who runs the team wearing the yellow tuxedo all the time. Um, they are a uh, great follow, by the way, on social media. If you're not following, oh yeah, absolutely, them, and 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 do. for for reasons well beyond baseball. I mean, just yes. to get you to to think outside the box and move out of your comfort zone and 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 go get things, you know. Yes. Um. You know, so it's everything. It's making sure the field. It's making sure the field's ready. It's making sure the coaches are prepared. Making sure the roster is done. Making sure the field is. Making sure you have a field. Um, but you know, I've taken on other responsibilities like league scheduling. Um, you know, we didn't have much, we don't get coverage. So we became our own media source too with, you know, that's NJ college baseball nation is generals and South Jersey Kings nation in the summer. I mean, Hey, it's built in free summer content, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and, um, so it's, it's really every aspect of, of everything um with the kings it's really cool because we're we're hoping to try to brand south jersey as king's country um so our own logo some merchandise things like that but you know it's it's really um it it definitely fulfills the uh um any want that i would have to to run all these things and if i was smart i'd probably have a bigger staff or or more people but you know that's coming um and and I'm too hands on for that anyway. Who am I kidding? You know, it's like, uh, <laughs> yeah. But but getting your own broadcasters, getting the games on, it's all it's all like part of the fun. It's just yeah. you know, just making sure. My job is to do everything I can to make sure my players have the best college summer experience they can. And if they do, 
and we win, that's fantastic. I did my job, you know, and and so fortunately I was able to fortunately I was able to do my job last summer. Let's hope it's, it's let's hope it's as successful in, in in the future. No, I love that, and that's you know that's so true. I mean, sometimes we get caught up with this, you know, must win mentality, and yeah, there's definitely you need that to be a part of your. Oh, I'm game. the worst when it comes to that during games. There's no, well, there's during no games question. Is, I'm a, right. I am the worst loser around, and 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 I don't mean like pouting like a baby. I mean just like, like it'll it'll bother me, you know. Sure. Um, but I also know that if I do what I'm supposed to do, um, we're going to. I'm going to be happy most of the time, you know, we're going to win. I mean, that's right. just always been the case, you know, we're, we're going to win. Cause if we're not, I'm going to figure out why and we're going to change it. We're going to win, but right. You know, I, I, I don't ever want to be like, I won and the players lost, you know, it's, it's sure uh, that, that I can't, it's, but, but winning is just a product of doing the right things. I guess it's kind of the simple thing. If you're doing the right things, you're going to win, and 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 you're going to have a winning program. And you know that's right. why some pro, that's why some win all the time and some don't. You know. Now, Mike, are how involved in the recruiting process are you for the Trenton teams? Hundred percent. So, what is it that you look for? You know, we, we we were just talking about the DNA of a winner. You know, what do you look for in a college player to say, hey, you know, they may not necessarily always play as if they're the most talented. But this is a player I can work with and want to have on my team. Who, what, what would those attributes be that you look for? Show up ready to work and and truly love your teammates. Um, you can't fake that, you know. And and those are the you know. And and I get guilty. Of, I mean, I'll give anybody a chance um, if I can. And and you know, my biggest guilt tr- problems are sometimes my roster is too big. But you know, <laughs> if if you love the game, if you're working extra, if you really care. Um, you know, if you're willing to do extra, if you're willing to, if you're willing to, to go bleed for your teammates a little bit, um, we got a spot for you and, and, and you're a, you're a king or you're a general and, and you're going to win. Now, Mike, what do you think needs to change in the culture or the landscape of baseball right now to make it, I don't want to say more interesting for, for the youth, but to get them more involved. You know, one of the things that I've been talking to with recent guests, you know, was this most recent World Series where, you know, look, I'm a baseball fan, a writer. I'll be watching. You could put the game at two in the morning. It wouldn't matter. I'd wake up and watch it. But we can't, in my mind, have baseball games, World Series games, game three or four. You're in the fourth inning and it's 1130 at night. Like, I feel like we're losing a generation. Oh, absolutely. So some of the things, there's nothing they can do about it, I don't think. And some of the things, I don't know that I would be if, if if I were young, I don't think I'd be a fan of the way the game's played at the major league level. There's just not enough movement to it. The game just doesn't move fast enough. And it's crazy, right? Because these are literally by far the best athletes that baseball's ever seen. Like it's sure, not even yeah. it's not even a debatable thing. It's it's like, like they're just bigger, they're stronger, they're faster, they're they're not human. Something. I mean, like like when when I was younger, it was like, well, baseball is the sport you can play no matter what you know type of yeah. athlete you are. You know, Babe Ruth eating hot dogs. Yeah, but but not no. I mean, you 
you know, it was like that because it was in every man's sport. You know, the money wasn't so great. So you had to work a second job. It was like, uh, you know, uh, it was, it, you know, now the money is so big that, that it's like, oh, I'm going to devote everything I can. I'm going to specialize. I'm going to look for every 1% athletic edge. Right. So, so you got better athletes than ever. But it's it's I, I just think the product at, at the major league level is worse than ever. It's just there's no subtlety to it. It's just power on power and power results. You know, it's like and and everything else is discounted. Like it's um, so I don't now, know. You know, ha- have analytics put a damper on things in your mind? No, analytics used okay. improperly have put a, a damper on things in my mind. <laughs> okay, yeah, because I feel like that's part data. of it. I, I, there's nothing wrong with data, but right. it's got to be used as a tool to support the game rather than the entire game. You know, sure. like like it, it, it's you. It, it's it's meant to maybe be 1% more efficient. It's meant to, to, to win the margins versus it's become the whole game. It's, it's like the general managers are now the managers because they're telling the managers what has to be done. They've taken all, all the manager, all the managing out of the game. Right. So I don't, I don't think it's used the way it should be, or at least most, I mean, when, when you can blend some baseball sense with, with, some data what's what's wrong with that you know i was i was always a bill james fan when i was younger um before i knew like school math sure Um, but but it was like you know just a different way to it was more like a challenge to your you know it wasn't more like this is going to override any thoughts you might have of of the subtleties of the game or how to manage a game um, you know, I got to pull the pitcher out cause he's going through the lineup twice, you know, things like that, that that's killed the game. It, it, it just, it doesn't, it just takes away the, 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 the hunches or the, the things like that, that, that I think make, make things fun or make things, you know, different or make things unique. You know, a six inning pitcher doesn't happen anymore. Forget seven or eight. I know. Yeah. It's, it's wild to think that. <clears throat> you know, a good pitching outing is like five and a third. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, no, it's not. You know, it, 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 no, it's, no, it's, it's like, okay, maybe in that moment, but there's, there's more far reaching things that like you either blow out your bullpen, you don't develop your starters. It just, right. I don't know. It's it just, I don't, well, the game and, and not- these, these items too, that Rob Manfred's trying to implement. And I spoke about this on a recent podcast as well with, you know, let's do uh, you know the the timer in between pitches, and, and let's let's look at ways to to cut an additional seven minutes from the game. You're not going to be a fan of the game if the game's three hours, or if it's two hours and fifty three minutes. Right. Let's be honest. Right. 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 The only way to have substantial changing in time of the game is to cut down on time between innings. And, Which means cutting com- well, cutting right, for and TV, that's cutting never commercials. gonna happen. That's why I said I don't know. There's so many things that can't be done. You know, like who's gonna give up their salary because there's less money in the game because you're making less money to to because you can't charge as much TV. Which you know, it's, it's that cycle, right? So those things aren't gonna be done. So what? It's not gonna like you're talking about, right? 
a pitch count's going to save you eight minutes during a game. Like, who cares? You know, right. I, I, you're right. A, a three hour and 52 minute, nine inning, three to two game is not going to be good. It's not going to be, wow, that was so much better than the four hour, three to two, nine inning game, you know? I also remember those Yankees Red Sox games. We're talking what it would, it would be in the early 2000s where they would all drag for four hours, whatever. They were some great games, too. I mean, this is the other part where, you know, why, why are we forcing this change? I mean, what are we going to get if we – what are we going to gain if we cut that little bit out? I, yeah, I struggle with it. I really do. I mean, I want to grow the game. I want to see more people involved. I want to see, you know, my seven-year-old son. You know, he can't sit there for more than three innings. And I get that part of it's because he's seven years old and <laughs> wants to watch YouTube. But Right. I look at it as that's great that he was willing to sit through three innings. Right. Yeah, you, know, you can build on that. You know, you can. Yeah. And and I, I, it's funny, right? Because I got a nine year old daughter. I don't think I've taken her to a Phillies game yet, but we've gone to see the Trenton Thunder. You know, we've gone to. She's gone to gosh knows how many high school or college or whatever <laughs> baseball games. Um, you know, you get games played under two hours at at, at those levels. Maybe not the minors, but still, you know, the minors, the minors are just like uh, catered to two children with between inning stuff, you know. So so that's they're not selling the game as much as they're selling the experience. But no, no. Uh, I, I don't I mean, I don't I don't know that, you know, I don't know that baseball is meant for <laughs> for sitting down and watching a nine inning game anymore unless you're, uh, you know, I, I, and I, I think we're losing a lot. But I think that there's also – I think sometimes when you try to change things that have worked, I I don't think you're making better changes, you know? No. They always said like like home to first was the perfect distance, 90 feet, and home to the mound was the perfect distance. Now we're trying to change the distance of the mound. You know, we're trying to – like soon we'll have 92-foot bases, you know, or an 89-foot base. It's like (laughs) – I, I just think that like you're 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 tinkering for for no reason, um, whereas the you're and you're missing the big you know it's like that's that's just like you're not that's not going to change anything you know you want to yeah. want to make two guys on each side of the infield that might help you know it, it it that might help you know not all all infielders must have their their feet within the infield cutout you know or 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 closer. So you don't have your infielders out in uh, right field. That might help. Now, uh, have you with the ACBL been approached by Major League Baseball with any of these rule changes to try them out or suggestions or anything? Well, not that affiliated that they would that okay. they would do that. Um, I don't because, think – I mean, it's, it's – it's, you know, you're still talking about college athletes. I mean, it might come to that at some point, but – Well, I, I just know that they've been reaching out to some of the uh, independent leagues trying right. to get a feel for with the robo-ump and yep. – um, moving the pitching mound, I believe, back a foot after the All Star break last year. The I think problem, that happened. Yeah, oh yeah, it's stupid. But I'm saying I don't think they could get us because we we're still beholden to the NCAA. Makes sense. And and so they're you know that that's that's not going to happen unless the NCAA approves it, and that's not going to happen. Right. <laughs> I didn't know if they said, "Hey, try these new things out. These are God, things that no. we may want to see." Uh, no, that's a. No. Now, let's look at 
maybe some positives here. We're, we're, we're harping on some negatives. How can we grow the game? What can, what can be done to make the game more enjoyable? What can we do, um, you know, at the grassroots level in your mind? Um, take advantage of social media, you know, where, where the young guys are going to see it. I, I, there's so much good about the game. There's so many good people and good stories and good things that they do. And there's still an allure to go into the park, you know, even if it's for three innings or four innings and you still see how cool the fields look and how, just how big the stadiums are, but it's, it's just got to be geared towards you know, social media also being a thing. And, and you know, the, the, the fun initiatives are when the players get to wear their custom cleats and they, they play at the Little League field and the, the field of dream stuff. Um, but, but that's, you know, younger people are still consuming baseball that just not doing it in the way that old, that the older generation did. And I think there's got to be some understanding of, you know what? That's okay. Um, it's funny how you said that, Mike, because earlier on when we were talking about journalism and how it's changed, what you just said is how journalism has changed. Uh-huh. You know, it's it's uh-huh. not that the field itself doesn't exist. It's just that the medium is totally different now. Right. It's more, you're more still t- video. You're still telling stories. Like you just right. got to be able to <laughs> – and fortunately, you, it's easier than ever to take videos too. Yeah, um, Absolutely. You know, and 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 thankful to uh, you know the uh, the iPad or the iPod, whatever, you know, the iPhone world for for making that something that I can do even. Um, but but you're right. It, it's you know we just I think we have to be accepting of the fact that I don't know that there's anything wrong with the game, right? Um, unless we've screwed it up, <laughs> sure. and. You know, how is it presented to people you want your future to be? You know, unfortunately, I don't know the answer to the the TV thing. You're going to have to accept a a seven o'clock pregame show and an eight o'clock first pitch or whatever, 745, whatever. Um, But or or maybe you start at 730 and out out west, they better TiVo the first inning or what? Nobody uses TiVo anymore, right? That's a (laughs) reference. But, you know, it's it's just consume different and you know i think i think numbers are up as far as people watching it's just how are they watching you know you can't go by just tv ratings anymore because are they on streams right are they watching on streams are they watching on instagram are they watching you know if they're watching the game then 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 good you know right right um it's a great game still you know it's still the best um and and it's still such a great way to get the best out of yourself. And that's something I'll always come back to is what I need to do with this site is just, you know, there's so many great things going on and, and, and it's one thing to point out the negative because everybody does that. But, you know, if you're just a problem identifier, you're a complainer. Yep. You know, absolutely. You can be a problem identifier, but you darn well better be a fixer too. Yes. A problem fixer. You better be a problem solver. You better be in on the solution, you know, because otherwise, like I said, who wants to be around a complainer? Mike, I love it. Um, Tell us where people can find out more about NJ College Baseball Nation. And 
And you guys are seeking donations now too, if I understand correctly. Yes, right? we we are not charging. We have not gone with a subscription model. I know you haven't either. Nope. You you were smart enough to keep a real job. I, I wasn't so <laughs> smart. Um, but no, I yeah, you got to be all in on something like this. It, it yes. just it's just too darn big to. If I'm going to give it an effort, I'm going to give it 150 percent of my effort. Um, so I appreciate that. YouTube.com slash NJ College Baseball Nation, all one word. Um, we are pumping out three, four, five pieces of video content on that site every week at a minimum. We did 19 signing weeks to a podcast a couple of weeks ago because I'm nuts that way. Um, and and let's see, on Instagram, it's uh, slash NJ underscore College Baseball Nation. We love updating the Instagram multiple times a day, at least until they tell us we're doing too much. But, you know, you're going to get a lot of player features, um, clips, highlight videos, um, you know, campus stories, things like that. Um, on the on the Twitter slash NJ College BSBNAT, all the good all the good abbreviations were taken. Um, <laughs> And, and so that's going to give us, you know, that's going to give you updates and links to everything. As far as donations, Venmo at Michael, M-I-C-H-A-E-L dash Olshin, O-L-S-H-I-N. Um, off the Twitter, you can also get GoFundMe links. I don't know, that, but it's a, the GoFundMe link. You, you can look up an NJ College Baseball Nation fundraiser. Um, we also take uh, Stripe um, as well, but, but I think... You know, Venmo is probably the best because there's no fees taken out there. So I want to, you know, all the money will, all the money goes to basically keeping this as a full-time thing. Um, right. You know, all donations help, you know, obviously businesses that want to be linked with, uh, you know, sponsoring our, you know, we've done this for eight months. We've got, I think over, we're averaging over 30 videos uh, uploaded to YouTube a, a month, um, you know, hitting, you know, 8,000 or so views per month. So any business that wants to be associated with that, with a uh, 15 to 24 market, and then on top of that, probably their parents, so the, the 35 to, to, to 50 market as well. Um, you know, you can, they're, they're, you know, just send me a message on any of those. And uh, we are happy. We have sponsorship packages for NJ College Baseball Nation, for the Trenton Generals and the South Jersey Kings. Mike, I appreciate it. Appreciate it. Uh, NJ College Baseball Nation. Again, Mike Olshin, I appreciate your time. Definitely check out the content they're producing. It is great. It's highlighting local talent, and it's it's a need. And uh, we're so thankful, Mike, that you're doing this. So we thank love, you for the time. We love it. We love baseball. And uh, thank you for having me on. I, I appreciate it. And I'm going to have to get you to return to favor. Anytime, buddy. Anytime. Thanks, Patrick. Have a great day. You too.